What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode here on the T. Clark Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Clark, and today we're talking about omega-3 fatty acids, what they are, why you should care, and how you can get more of them in your diet. So to find out more about that, stay tuned. But before we get into the episode, I have a few favors to ask of you. So first of all, if you haven't already, go ahead and drop a five-star rating and review down below. It's always appreciated, and thank you if you have. Um, It helps us grow on the iTunes charts. The more we grow, the more people we can reach and help. Secondly, if you could take a screenshot of this episode and post it on the Instagram story, tag me in it, and let me know what one thing you learned in this episode was. That way I can get to know you, get to know who's listening to the podcast, and get to know what you want to hear on here going forward. And lastly, if you haven't already, I would highly suggest checking out the Athlete's Guide to Nutritional Periodization. It's a step-by-step guide of how to create your own nutrition plan for optimal athletic performance. I take you through every step um, of what I take my clients through, how to develop a macro prescription, calories, meal timing, supplements, recovery, everything you got to know about how to set yourself up for long-term success within athletic performance. If you haven't already, Go down in the show in the show notes below. Click the link. Just enter in your name and email, and you'll get your copy delivered to you completely for free. So, again, thank you so much for listening, and let's get into the episode. All right. So, omega three fatty acids. What are they? What do you need to know about them? What do they do? And why should you even care about them in the first place? This episode is going to be short and sweet. As always with Science Saturday, it's about breaking down these complex topics into what you actually need to know and how you can actually go and apply the knowledge from this episode. So if you're looking for a super deep, in-depth explanation of the chemistry behind them and the mechanisms and all that stuff, this isn't going to be where you're going to find them. But if you're looking to figure out what exactly they are, why they're important, and how to get some more of them in your diet, this is the place for you. This is the episode for you. So what are omega-3 fatty acids? So omega-3 fats fall under the category of polyunsaturated fats. So it sounds complicated, but I promise you it's not all that means. So there's three types of fats. There's saturated, there's polyunsaturated, and there's monounsaturated. So that simply refers to the amount of double bonds that there are in the carbon chain. So every fat has a glycerol backbone, glycerol backbone, and then like multiple fatty acid chains. And the degree of unsaturation, so whether it's saturated, polyunsaturated, or monounsaturated, is dependent on how many double bonds there are in that carbon chain. Again, we're kind of getting a little bit, I know I just said we weren't going to get too deep into the, the science and the chemistry and stuff like that. But I think it's important, even though this isn't going to translate like over to like what you do in real life, I still think it's super important to have an understanding of what's going on in the background. Um, so just bear with me for a second. So like I was saying, omega-3 fats fall under the category of polyunsaturated. So saturated means that there's no double bonds in that fatty acid chain. Just all the carbons are connected with single bonds. Monounsaturated means that there is one in the in the fatty acid chain. There's one double bond, and that means it's monounsaturated. You're gonna find some monounsaturated fats in like avocados, olive oil, nuts, stuff like that. And then the third category in the category that omega threes fall into are 
called polyunsaturated fats. And that simply means that there's more than one double bond in that carbon chain. So instead of just one, there's multiple double bonds in that carbon chain. And the omega-3 simply means that that first double bond that occurs is on that third carbon in a chain. Obviously, it's pretty difficult for me to kind of explain that um, over the course, like on a podcast without having a picture in front of you, but just look up like omega-3 fatty acid structure and you'll see what I mean. The naming is simply because that first double bond is on the third carbon in the carbon fatty acid chain. That's, that's all that means. And that's like what's behind the naming of it, why it's called an omega-3 fatty acid, um, what category they fall into. So omega-3 fats are polyunsaturated, which means that they have multiple double bonds. And like we just said, the first double bond occurs on the third carbon chain. Now, do you need to absolutely know that to, to actually utilize them in your diet and your nutrition plan? No. But like I said, it's important to understand the background and the more you know the more likely you're actually going to go and implement this stuff um, as always education leads to compliance and also if you're a nerd about this stuff like me or if you just simply want to learn more then i think it's cool but nonetheless let's get into what so we discussed what they are so omega-3 fatty acids are polyunsaturated fatty acids and they have a number of different benefits in the body I made a post on my Instagram story recently, I think I believe a couple days ago, earlier this week, talking about the omega-3 to omega-6 ratio. And both omega-3s and omega-6s fall into that polyunsaturated fatty acid category. And they're essential fatty acids, which means our body can't necessarily produce them on its own. We need to get them from dietary sources. And what I, what I mentioned in my story was that the ratio of omega-6 fats to omega-3 fats in American society today is way out of balance. An average American has a omega-6 to omega-3 ratio of roughly like 20, anywhere from 15 to 20 to 1. So for every 15 um, units of omega-6 fats, we have one unit of omega-3 fats, which is not nearly enough. In an ideal situation, we want that ratio to be closer to 5 to 1, maybe even lower, like 3 to 1 or 4 to 1, omega-6 to omega-3s. to omega And the reason why we want that ratio to be lower or closer, I mean, is that omega-3s are inherently anti-inflammatory, whereas omega-6s are inherently pro-inflammatory. It has to do with like the, what, they break down to, what they break down to in the body they perform, they um, produce like different compounds. I'm not going to go too deep into that and like the mechanism behind that, but just know that omega threes are anti-inflammatory and omega sixes tend to be pro-inflammatory. And in the average American diet, we're getting a ton of omega sixes from like fried foods and like foods made with vegetable oils and all this stuff. We're getting a ton, a lot more than we need of omega six fatty acids, and we're simply not getting enough of omega-3s. And that combination leads to the completely out-of-whack ratio, which if you remember what we just said, omega-6s are pro-inflammatory. If that ratio is way out of balance, you're setting yourself up for a lot more inflammation than you want. And that sets you up for long-term consequences like potentially chronic disease, like um, heart disease, Alzheimer's, cancer, all that stuff. Um, not saying that like it's a given, but if that ratio is way out of whack, it becomes more likely 
And of course, it's super multifaceted. I'm just, I don't want to be reductionistic and say, oh, if you're omega-3 to omega-6 ratios out of whack, like your fate is sealed. Absolutely not. But obviously, we want to do everything that we can to minimize the risk of those sorts of chronic diseases. Um, and also in the short term, if, you're just, if you just have a ton of inflammation going on, it's not going to be good for like joint pain and stuff like that. So you definitely want to be aware of that. And like I said, a lot of people just simply aren't getting enough omega-3s in their diet. And omega-3s, based on the research that's been out there, has been shown to have benefits for cardiovascular health, for mental health, whether it comes to cognitive function, like when, like Alzheimer's disease and stuff like that, and just like cognitive ability, like your memory, stuff like that. And also mental health when it comes to like depression and anxiety and things like that. Because the reality is, your brain is made up of roughly 60% fat. So, and omega-3 fatty acids play a pretty significant role up there. So it's important that you're getting a sufficient amount of them, again, because it supports the structure of your brain and your nervous system, but also because it supports the fight against inflammation and it supports the regulation of inflammation. And that's key in preserving good cognitive health and mental health and stuff like that. So cardiovascular health, mental health on multiple fronts, also, like joint pain in general, just because again, back to the inflammation thing, if you're constantly inflamed and you're feeding yourself with foods that are promoting this inflammation even further, it's not going to be good for joint pain and stuff like that. So if you're dealing with stuff like that, obviously fish oil isn't, or omega-3s, we'll get into fish oil in a second, isn't going to be a cure-all, but it can be one way that you fight against that and help to remedy that through your diet. And then... Let's see, there's also, there have been a few studies that hinted that it might have a small effect on insulin sensitivity. We don't know that for sure. Um, there's conflicting research on that, so don't, don't take that as gospel. But considering all the other benefits and considering that it might have an effect on insulin sensitivity in certain cases, awesome. Like if you take it and it helps in that sense, cool. If it doesn't, whatever, because you're still getting a bunch of other benefits as well. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I feel like I'm not forgetting anything. Actually, I feel like I am forgetting something, but I don't think I am. Um, so cardiovascular health, mental health, like joint health, and just general systemic inflammation, um, possibly insulin sensitivity, and really just balancing out that omega-6 to omega-3 ratio. That's why we want to get omega-3s in your diet because the reality is if you're not supplementing, if you're not eating fatty fish once or twice a week, you're probably not getting enough omega-3s and you're probably getting a lot more omega-6s than you need. So just be aware of that so that way you can take care of all those other facets of your health and just cover all your bases. Again, is it going to be a cure-all? Like, oh, if you're omega-3 to omega-6 ratios out of whack and you kind of fix that but don't worry about anything else? Is it going to fix everything? No. Of course, it works in tandem with everything else. We can't ever view anything in pure isolation. That's how you, like, that's how you mess up. You can't view anything in isolation. Everything works together. It all works together in a system. And to view it in isolation is just irresponsible. So keep that in mind. But definitely getting your omega-6 to omega-3 ratio in check will help a ton. And if, you, if you're fighting inflammation and all this stuff, if you're dealing with chronic inflammation, it will likely help that cause. So as far as 
where you're, oh, and I should say also, um, for omega-3s, there's multiple different types of omega-3s. So there's EPA, there's DHA, and those are the two main sources and where you're going to get the most benefit from. That's what you find in fish oil predominantly. Um, both EPA and DHA have their specific set of benefits, but it's beneficial just to get a mix of both. And usually the recommended dose for fish oil um, is two to three grams of total um, omega-3 fatty acids. So pay attention to the amount of omega-3s in the fish oil supplement, not just the total fat, because some of them have a higher fat total, but then like if you look at the omega-3 content, it's not that high. So be aware of that. Um, you want to get two to three grams of omega-3 fatty acids per day in your fish oil supplement or whatever supplement you're taking. And that's going to be a combination of EPA and DHA. Um, and like I said, each of them have specific benefits, um, but you probably want to get both to some extent. There's also, so one of the deficiencies or one of the issues with going plant-based is that you're going to have a deficiency, most likely in omega-3 fatty acids. And a lot of people argue, oh, you can just take an algae oil or something like that, an algae oil pill. And yeah, algae is a great source of omega-3s, but the reality is it's not in the form of EPA or DHA. And it's in a form called ALA. And it's a shorter chain omega-3 fatty acid. And your body can't really, really utilize it. So what it does is it actually converts it to the more usable form of DHA. But it's not a very efficient process. And for every, like, I believe it's 15 or 16 parts ALA, you get one part DHA. And it's just not very efficient at all. So if you're relying on ALA or algae oil supplements to get your omega-3 fatty acids and like other plant-based sources like chia seeds, flax seeds, whatever, you're probably not getting enough. And that's one of the pitfalls of a plant-based diet. So you got to be really aware of that. Um, when it comes to supplementing for your omega-3s and stuff like that, fish oil is usually the best way to go. There's also um, krill oil that's emerging is another option. Um, krill oil. So fish oil is typically in a triglyceride form. It's just a certain form of the fat and krill oil tends to be in phospholipid form, which some supplement companies argue that it's better absorbed by the brain and whatever. Um, but you just have to be aware again of the total amount of omega threes that you're getting in your supplement. So just be aware if you do opt for krill oil, um, it's totally fine. Like there's nothing wrong with it, but just be aware because some of the supplements tend to have a little bit less omega threes in them. So just be aware because you might have to take more servings of that than you would of a fish oil and the cost of benefit ratio. You just got to weigh that out for yourself. Um, but krill oil is another option, but really for most people, I just recommend going with traditional fish oil. Like, that's where you're going to get the most bang for your buck. Um, when it comes to fish oil and omega threes, you want to make sure you're getting a high quality source. Um, a good way to make sure that you're doing this is to do the freezer test, which is where you take your fish oil pill, stick it in the freezer. And once it freezes, it should remain clear. If it does, you're all good. You probably have a high quality fish oil supplement and you're getting a good source of omega threes. If you take the fish oil out and it's all cloudy and murky, and it doesn't look the same as it did when you put it in the freezer. Probably a sign that you're taking a pretty low quality fish oil that's full of fillers 
and oxidized oils and stuff like that, which is just not what you want to be taking in. Um, it's often said that taking our crappy fish oil is worse than not taking one at all, because if it's not stored properly um, or manufactured properly or handled properly in the shipping process, the oil can go rancid and eventually like essentially taking in like rancid fish oil is like promoting inflammation in and of itself. So you're taking something to fight inflammation, but in reality it's promoting inflammation. So you just want to be aware of that and make sure if you're going to invest money into a supplement, you're getting a supplement that's high quality and it's actually going to do what you say it's going to do. I personally use the brand Omax. I like it. It passes the freezer test and it seems to get the job done for me. There's other brands out there. I know uh, Viva, I think is another one that I've seen other coaches recommend. That's pretty good. And also just look on lab door and also a good criteria to go by to see if it's NSF certified for sport. Cause even if you're not an athlete, like obviously if you're an athlete that's in a drug tested sport for sure, look for an NSF certified for sport supplement. But even if you're not an athlete, the reason why you'd want to look for that is because that ensures that what they say is on in the supplement, what they say on the label is actually true because supplements aren't regulated by the, by the FDA. So they can say something's on there and then, just something completely different could be in the supplement and they wouldn't get in trouble for it because it's not regulated by the FDA. But by looking for a supplement that's NSF certified for sport, third party tested and you know um, exactly what you're getting. So I, I would suggest that for sure, especially if you're an athlete. The last thing you want is to accidentally take something unknowingly that's going to cause you to fail a drug test. Just be aware of that stuff. But getting back to the topic of fish oil, like I was saying, taking a shitty quality fish oil is probably worse than not taking one at all. It's because you're putting these crappy oils inside of your body, all these fillers and stuff like that. It's like, if you're taking something to fight inflammation, why would you want to take something that promotes it? No point. So just be aware of that. Um, and I know at the beginning of this episode, I said I was going to keep this short and sweet. But I think this is getting close to like 20 minutes now. Uh, so I'll try to wrap it up soon. But just to recap, I don't think I forgot anything about omega-3 fatty acids and fish oil and stuff like that. So that should be good. Um, oh, and also I will say that you don't just need to supplement. Um, you can get omega-3 fatty acids from your diet, from sources like fatty fish, like salmon and sardines are two great sources. Um, and then you can also get them from plant-based sources. Like I said earlier, though, the plant-based sources are going to get you mostly ALA, which is not as efficiently used by your body. It has to be converted into DHA. So just be aware of that. But you can also you can get omega threes from your diet. The reality is, though, our omega three to omega six ratio is so out of whack that it's going to be really hard to get enough omega three purely from whole foods to balance out that ratio and to get it to that five to one ratio. And the reality is, even if you supplement, it's going to be really really difficult. For us, it's really about doing damage control and making sure that we don't throw that ratio even further out of whack. And also, it's important to realize, like you can only eat so much fish that the week because you do have to be conscious of like heavy metals like mercury and stuff like that. You don't want to overdo the fish intake. Usually two to three servings of fish per week is uh, sufficient. Um, I probably eat a little bit more than that, honestly, because I'm, I'm a fan of salmon. So I eat quite a bit, but um, just as a good rule of thumb, two to three servings, you should be fine, especially if it's a high quality source like wild caught. Just be aware of that. That's why I recommend fish oil is one of those supplements along with vitamin D that I recommend just right off the bat to really anyone that I'm working with. 
because there's no reason really not to take it, especially if you're getting a high quality source of omega threes. Because as we've been talking about this whole time, our ratio is so fucked that that alone will has the potential to make a ton of improvements in your in the way you feel and stuff like that. So why not? And the last thing I'll, I'll end with before I recap real quick is when it comes to fish roll supplements, you get what you pay for. Like if you go to Kosh, if you go to Kosh, Costco, excuse me, if you go to Costco and get their $9 fish oil omega-3 supplement, probably not the best quality. When you're looking at a high quality fish oil supplement, you're probably looking at paying between 25 and 35 dollars for like a 30 day serving or something or 30 servings or something like that which is very reasonable and it's the same thing with like protein powder like we've talked about if you go with the cheapest one out there you're probably not going to get the best quality thing like if you're going with the cheapest office chair from ikea it's probably going to break pretty soon whereas if you go with a higher quality one probably lasts a bit longer a lot better quality a lot better experience it's the same thing with anything, really, with supplements, especially if you're going for the cheapest option. Most of the time, you're not going to get the best quality supplement. And when it comes to fish oil, like we said, we want to make sure you're getting a high quality supplement. So I would highly suggest taking the time to do a little bit of research and make sure you're getting a high quality supplement. Like I said, I use the brand Omax. I've heard Viva is also a good one. Uh, I've heard good reviews about Nordic Naturals. And I believe there's a couple other brands, but just make sure you're getting a high quality source of omega-3s. So with that, just a quick recap. So omega-3 fatty acids are under the category of polyunsaturated, which means that there is more than one double bond in the carbon fatty acid chain that because they're named omega-3, the first double bond occurs on the third carbon. Mind blown, right? Um, and then they have plenty of anti-inflammatory benefits like for heart health, mental health, joint pain, stuff like that. Um, it's, again, it's not a cure-all, but by managing your omega-3 to omega-6 ratio, you can really put yourself in a good position because oftentimes, like we talked about, the average American has an omega-6 to omega-3 ratio that's completely out of whack. So by making a priority to get your omega-3s in via dietary sources like fatty fish um, and some plant sources, and supplementing with a high quality fish oil or krill oil source, you can do your best to rebalance that ratio and put yourself in a good position to manage inflammation effectively. And the one thing I want to say is omega sixes, omega sixes, so not omega threes, omega sixes, um, the one that we're getting way too much of in our diet is not inherently bad. We need it to survive. Again, it's an essential fatty acid. It's just the ratio. We're getting so much more than we actually need for all these processes in our body that it's causing some detriment because they're prone, at least to pro-inflammatory to cause a cascade that's pro-inflammatory. It's not inherently bad. We need it. We just need it in the correct context and the correct amount. That's what I want to leave you with. Um, just understand that. And if you combine getting your omega-3s from fatty fish and plant-based sources and along with the fish oil supplement, and you're conscious about your omega-6 intake from things like vegetable oils and fried foods and stuff like that, you'll put yourself in a really good position to manage inflammation effectively and set yourself up for long-term health. So with that, thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions at all about anything I covered, um, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram. I will respond to you with a voice or video message. 
Um, I really enjoy doing those. So it allows me like the podcast here. It allows me to go a little bit more in depth than just responding back with the text. So just shoot me a message on Instagram. If you have any questions at all, um, I know we kind of dove deep into the science today. So let me know if you have any questions, if there's anything I can do to help you personally, uh, get closer to reaching your goals. Would love the opportunity to do that. And again, I appreciate you guys so much for listening. If you could just do me one favor and just share this episode with one person that you know, whether it's a family member, a friend, a teammate, a coworker, I don't care. Just one person who you think could use this sort of information to better their own life. Um, Because the more people we can help, the better. So just as a thank you for the free content, that's all I ask. Just share it with one person you know. And Again, just thank you guys so much for listening and I will catch, hopefully you guys have a great rest of your Saturday night. Um, yeah, so I'm recording this on Friday. Yeah, Saturday night, got that right. Um, so have a great rest of your Saturday night and I will talk to you guys tomorrow for my update on how my cut is going.